Hey everyone, welcome to the first ever Redeem Midweek podcast. I'm Kurt. And I'm Liz. And we are social distancing doing our first podcast. I'm looking at her on Zoom. Uh, and I'm so, looking at him. <laughs> we're so here. There might be a delay praying that this all works technology wise, but we are so excited to do our first ever podcast to just connect with you all. We miss our church body. Very much so. Yeah. So Liz, for those that don't know you, just introduce yourself two minutes real quick. Sure. Hi, guys. Um, you, you're, if you go to Redeem, you probably know who I am. I've been there since um, uh, about 2014. I've got three little kids, an amazing husband. His name is John. Um, I'm all about just trying to like see where God takes me in this time of my life. And a lot, and a lot of where he's taking me is just like little ways to serve God. And so I like to work in the, um, the elementary class at, at church. I, this, I consider this serving God, like talking on the things of God on, a, on our podcast, um, any ways that I can help, um, people if there's like a need. So that's totally what I'm about. Um, that's kind of what I do with my free time, but uh, on my, like my, my real time, I'm a mom to three kids and, um, and I'm take care of the house and we're homeschooling right now, obviously because of the, um, quarantine, but, um, it's, it's been exciting because I used to be a former teacher and I taught, um, first, second and third grade for 10 years. And so a lot of my teaching, um, stuff is, is all my skills, they're, they're all coming out now. And so, um, that, that's been kind of fun. I have learned since I do not want to homeschool <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> on a long-term basis, but I do enjoy it now. I'm, I'm taking, um, full advantage of the opportunity. And I guess before teaching, I was, I was in the army. I'm a veteran and, um, yeah, that backs me up to going to high school. I, I grew up in Vancouver, Washington, and the uh, Portland area. And um, then I moved up here after I got out of the Army, and I've been up in the Seattle area ever since. So, yeah, that's about, that's me. That's awesome. And we're, uh, we just love Liz and John. And chances are that if you don't know Liz and John, you probably know their three kids or my two kids <laughs> because they're running around and probably yeah. Have, after church having fun after uh getting loaded up on donuts and running donuts so. <laughs> yeah <laughs> thank god for the big big cafeteria that doesn't cause exactly. too many interruptions <laughs> exactly and the the chances so, of yeah, us finish, yeah and the chances of us finishing this podcast without getting interrupted are very low from a kid so <laughs> we've don't bribed them i don't know what you guys have done but i have bribed them we i know you're not supposed to go out and about in the quarantine but we did go to target yesterday and it was very manageable. In fact, it was so funny. They were like standing, we were standing in line six feet apart and I was telling them all about it. Cause it's, it's like totally new to them. Right? Like why we have to stand six feet apart. And so this, we were standing on the red lines and there was this girl behind us and Savannah looks at me and she goes, mommy, she's standing too close to us, but she's really beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> and the girl of course heard it and it was, she gave a little smile. It was, it was pretty cute. And so, Anyway, um, I told them we might go back to Target tomorrow. That, that's awesome. That's awesome. A little bribe. That's fine. Yeah. That's all right. Well, hey, I'm Kurt. And uh, if I haven't met you, I'm new to the Redeem staff, although I've been a uh, part of the uh, Redeem. Uh, I'm trying to think when we started, Liz, probably pretty close at the same time. I've been part yeah. of the church for about five years. Um, so maybe a little bit after you, but, uh, yeah, just joined on staff, really helping to make sure that all of our ministries are healthy. Um, mm -hmm. I'm originally from Indiana. I'm not a true Washingtonian, but I did marry Meg 
And so <laughs> I feel like I'm, I'm married into being a Washingtonian, so I'm, I'm kind of official. Uh, we'll introduce Meg later. She's going to be our guest today. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, I love Christian ministry. I have a heart for um, really helping people understand the kingdom of God, understanding what God's trying to do here on earth, but yeah. really also helping them serve in their strengths. So that'll be one of the big things about this podcast. That's something that Liz and I have in common is like, really, it's not going to be a sermon. It's not going to be no. a weekly sermon. It's going to be like practical, get in the encouragement. weeds. Exactly. Encouragement, yeah. thinking through strengths, all that kind of stuff, which we're really excited about. And while we're quarantined, we're just going to do this every, uh, every week just for fun. So we're excited. <laughs> but we know you have the about- time to listen everybody. So exactly. <laughs> tune exactly. in every week. Pop on those headphones uh, while you're sitting at home, cleaning the house or whatever you do. Maybe yeah. hopefully getting a little workout in, whatever that looks like. Yeah, that's hey, awesome. Well, I just want to talk about what, what this podcast is. So what will you be looking for in this podcast? So it's we really just want to create something midweek for you all, something mm-hmm. to help you connect with the greater church body um, and put a little fun in the middle of our week, which we're really excited about. Hopefully it's fun. Liz, uh, tell us a little bit about what we what we kind of are planning around this podcast. Yeah, so we have lots of plans, uh, lots of lots of ideas. The, the our main goal is really to bring on um, guests that we can interview from different um, stages, phases of life, like different, you know what their um, careers are and how they can um, uh, encourage you and just bless you. Um, we'll be so interviewing during their stories of faith, which is going to be super exciting because as you know, as I know, have come to learn that when other people share their stories of faith, it, it grows my faith. And so we are hoping that your faith will grow and um, be deepened by the interviews that we have, the people that we have coming on. And um, so then we also just really just want to have fun. And hopefully you find the two, you guys find um, the two of us fun to listen to. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, yeah. So, um, also we had in mind that, um, this is also a place where we want some interaction, some comments, your feedback, and really hopefully you can use this as a place to ask some questions. Basically, like if you have a question about the sermon or if you have a question about faith or about the Bible or just about the Christian walk that you're, you've been pondering, like you can, you can, um, ask that question and we will, we'll use this platform to hopefully answer some of those questions, basically have a discussion without being face-to-face. <laughs> yes, I love that. We're trying our hardest to uh, connect with the body and to just yeah. give you what you need to, to grow in your faith. And so we hope this is a blessing to you all. But let's jump in uh, without further ado. I think that's the term. Without further ado, we mm-hmm. have a topic for you today. And that topic is uh, we want to just talk for all the families out there, thoughts on helping your kids grow in faith during this time. So yeah. for this part, we are going to bring in Meg. Yay. Hey, guys. So Hi, Meg, Meg. Uh, is my wife uh, of 12 years, 12 years, yeah. which is awesome. Yeah. Hard to believe. We don't look like we're that old, but we are. No, we do. <laughs> no. Uh, but Meg is also the children's director at uh, Redeem Kids, and she helps serve all our little kids. And so we thought it'd be good to bring her in. To have like a really good 
thought from Liz and Meg in particular, I'll add my thoughts if I have any on like, what could we be doing for our kids during this time? So Meg, do you mind telling us a little bit about yourself? Sure. So as Kurt said, I do the children's ministry at church, but I also am the mom to our two boys as well. And I just feel like working with kids and parenting is no shortage of a learning ground. There's something new constantly to be picked up from that. But I think it's also such an incredible experience to see a little glimpse of how God as our father sees us interacting with kids, I think gives you such a precious window into what it means to have a father who loves us like the mm-hmm. best father could. So that's a really meaningful part of it for me. Awesome. Awesome. Well, hey, we're let's do our first topic here. And and what we thought we'd talk about first is one of our core values at Redeemed Church is boldly engaging in faith um, and having that bilingual faith. And so really want to talk about how do we um, really incorporate prayer and worship into mm um into this this time um how do we yeah how do we, what can we do to really make sure that our kids are falling in love with worship and prayer even if yeah. it's not corporately any thoughts yeah so i actually have a um a story that i mean it's it's great content for for this it happened today uh didn't plan on it but um being at home with your kids um you you honest to god never know what's going to come up i mean you can have the best laid out plans but you don't know what's going to come up throughout the day and when you are um um, you know a a parent with the intent of building your kids faith and teaching them and incorporating all of you know not the practices but kind of the practices the prayer the worship you you have to be in you have to have it in the forefront of your mind before the day starts because you never know what's going to come up. And so if you have it at the forefront of your mind as the day starts, then you can be discerning about those moments that come up and say, okay, ah, here's an opportunity to do this. So today, um, you know, obviously I couldn't have planned this. I'm, I'm hanging some pictures on the wall and Finley come, he, my, he, my oldest, he's um, just turned six years old. He comes up to me and he's holding his stuffed animal, which he is not a stuffed animal guy. Uh, he was holding a stuffy and he comes up to me and he's crying and he says, mommy, I don't want you to die. And so I couldn't quite hear him because he's crying through this, but he's like, mommy, I don't want you to die. And I know exactly why he's saying this. It's because we've been talking about the virus. We don't watch the news around here. I mean, very briefly, yes. maybe just to check on it, but we don't watch it. And so it's not that, but I, I actually possibly it was because we went out and about yesterday and um, we did see people with masks on and stuff. And so anyway, I immediately saw this as an opportunity to obviously stop what I'm doing. I would have done this anyways, but I, um, but I, we had music playing on in the background. We had worship music playing in the background. And, um, and so this is something that I have done in my, in my faith walk is I, I trust God that, um, he can talk to me through music and I trust him so much that I, I know he knows what music is playing and what station basically on Pandora is playing. And I trust, especially if I pray it up real quick, Lord, please put on a song that's going to minister to me. How do you want to talk to me through music right now? Like I am, I, I'm, I'm hearing from you and I know he can speak through music. And so I sat down with Finley and I just talked to him just a little bit and, you know, you know, 
he, he says, mommy, I know everybody is, is going to die, but I, I don't want you to die. So I talked to him about that, but I, I, I sat down with him and I did a quick prayer. I said, Lord, please talk to us through music. And I said it out loud in front of him. And the song um, that came on after the one that was on, which is already good, was The Blessing by Carrie Job. Yes. And it, it's about, I mean, she does this amazing declaration over families in the middle of the song. And it was, um, bless you and keep you. And, and God is there for you and, and, and over your family and your children's children. And I, I held Finley in my arms and I, I just trusted that the words of the song was ministering to him. And he told me, he's like, mom, I feel better now after the song. It's a long song. It's like nine minutes. So anyway, that is one of the, that was my personal story that happened today that, um, using worship, um, oh gosh, in a way that helps build your faith, but using it and trusting in it that God can use music on the fly. Does that make sense? So good. Yeah. That's so good. That's a great story. And I think, I think to, to teach, you know, Finn, that the, there's, there's value in when you're feeling this anxious, when you're feeling these things that, that, that that you can go to God like that in prayer. And then also that work, just worshiping God and doing that prayer and worship really does do something to you on the inside and teaching that yes. to a kid at an early age is totally good. Especially, we don't know what kids are going through with this. I mean, I, I was thinking about that too, when we were out and about the other day, because we had to and, and seeing kids with masks, that's not something that we grew up with, you know? No. Um, and so, you know, your kid's not going to talk about it. Um, um, but it, it's really cool. And so that, that's a great thing of how to, how to help people, kids through this using worship. I love that. Yeah, it's kind of like coping, right? Like instead of going to something else, like here, here, I'll put on a movie for you real quick. You'll be fine. It it was how how should adults cope? Well, we should cope by worshiping. <laughs> I love that. That's a, yeah, well, yeah. That's so great too, Liz, because that really gets at the heart of what worship actually is, right? So often, I think even we we fall prey to thinking worship is just music, but worship yeah. means saying that. Christ has the first place in our hearts and allowing that connection between the Holy Spirit to commune with. And I think that's what we want to be investing in our kids is the deep meaning of worship, not that it's just singing songs, but that there's something much deeper there, that worship is the act of putting and acknowledging that God is first, our first yeah. priority. It's the first commandment, right? To love him above all else. Yes. And that's yes. what worship, true worship allows us to do. And I think that's such a beautiful example of that. I love that. Thanks, guys. So the other thing that we've been doing, I mean, that I've tried to be intentional at is like in the mornings, um, you know, when, when I'm getting ready, when we're, when we're, we, we're getting our day started trying to listen to, to, to worship music, um, why the kids are first getting up. I think it's one of those things where it's, you know, um, it's challenging every man out there. I think when kids see their, their, the father or the mother worshiping on their own, it's, mm-hmm. it's normalizing to them. And it's, it's something that, you know, I hear so many kids that grew up where they're like, oh yeah, I have a love for the Bible because I always saw my my dad woke up every morning. Yes. My mom woke up every morning reading the Bible. So that's just like, I saw that. Actually, um, I know uh, someone in our church was talking about that. Like that was just what you saw your mom or dad doing. And so it normalized yeah. it. And so 
Totally. That's something that's just been really, really on my heart um, on how do we. So I've been to your guys' house and you, I know you have Alexa. I mean, most yes. everybody has Alexa, but yes, yes. <laughs> it struck me though, because the way you talk to Alexa, you're like, Alexa, <laughs> it was like, I was like, oh my gosh, who is he talking to? But the reason I'm bringing with Alexa, that is yeah. exactly right. It was, it was awesome. We're like, Alexa, but over here. Um, <laughs> but in the reason I'm bringing up Alexa is because I bet you make, I bet you have the kids talk to, tell Alexa what to play. Yes. Have you guys done that yet? Yes. yes, for worship songs. And that's been so fun for mine. Yes. What songs I'll be, you're... I'll be honest, our kids' favorite thing is for Alexa to do silly jokes. Yeah. So we, we are definitely trying to encourage more of that. You know, I'll be honest, our kids are not incredibly musically inclined. And gotcha. So we've tried to make worship music kind of a fun thing because yeah. that's the stage they're at. So I'd say, you know, you we see it at church on Sundays a lot. Some kids just cannot get enough of the singing part. Other kids, it's yeah. just pulling teeth. Mm. And our kids are a little bit more on that that spectrum. So what they really love is the different channels on YouTube that do worship. Mm. And yeah. our kids need to get up and get moving in the morning. And so we'll try and start our week, kind of like Kurt was saying, we'll do each pick a song on YouTube that has hand motions or something that's that so cool. physical movement involved that we can kind of do. And there are no shortage of great kids interactive worship videos out there and we have them listed on our redeem kids hub site too so if your kids aren't just naturally into listening to songs that's kind of another avenue to try yeah I would, yes i would love that resource i'm gonna check it out i thought i saw it uh we well we run into when we start doing stuff like that on youtube it pulls up like a dance dance yes, <laughs> and so yes. then it then it goes off on its own direction and so um yeah, probably that's why I haven't encouraged it as much because I, yeah. <laughs> so telling them to pick a song on Alexa has worked out, except, yeah, we won't go there. They like the part song. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. But, yeah, hey, so yeah. So, so one of the things that you talked about early on in this podcast, Liz, was uh, all of us now are uh, teachers as well. I mean, yeah. We're always teachers. We're always teachers. Yes. So hear me say that. As parents, we have that that privilege of teaching our kids but now we're we're a little bit more hands-on teaching especially in the school world so yeah. like, do you guys have any ideas for like okay these kids are having to learn math anyway or science anyway mm -hmm. it's kind of a blessing because for those that go to public school you know this is where we can incorporate that god message a little bit more than they would be getting normally but also just yeah. like how do we make it fun where they understand that god is part of everything you guys have any ideas on that that's a tough one, I know. Go ahead, Meg. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am not a teacher. I come from a family of teachers, and wow, God bless our teachers and the patience that they have. It's incredible. But for our kids during this time where I have to wear that hat, what we've really enjoyed is our kids like geography. And mm -hmm. so we have a big old school atlas, or you can use a globe, and we'll pick a country. And I, because our work experience, we used to be at World Vision, yeah. um, they have a website where you can go on and you can type in any country that World Vision works in, which is virtually almost all of them, and find out prayer points for that country. That's awesome. Literacy rates, what 
kids their age are doing their videos of kids their age. Um, but to be able to take a minute to pray for kids in other countries um, has been a really neat thing to do. But the other thing they like as well has been studying countries where the Bible actually takes place, looking up videos of the Jordan River, looking at maps of how far that is from That's where awesome. the promised land happened and you know tying those into Bible stories. Because uh, I think for our kids, I really hope that they'll be able to in their hearts as they're young and now sense that these are real things that happened in mm -hmm. real places and again the internet's so incredible in that you can find so many images of where Moses they think Moses stood you know and you can do tours of the holy land so there's a lot out there if your kids are into kind of maps and what other places look like that's kind of been the biggest win for how we've connected it so far that's awesome yeah that, those are really really great ideas that i think people can take and do right away with with their kids at home um so one thing that we do is we do circle time and um that's kind of a component of an elementary school um an elementary school's day they the kids come down with this, the teacher and they sit you know they sit around and she's going to read a book or she's going to basically teach the lesson in a small like in a in a more of an intimate setting if you guys don't know what circle time is and so um when you have one kid that might be kind of awkward to have them sit on the floor while you're sitting on a chair but i have three and so we do kind of make a nice little circle and so um we've been starting our day with prayer time and this is a time where you can incorporate incorporate that song you can pray, like Meg was saying, pray over the world, the nation for their health, um, the, for those prayer targets that she, that she was talking about on the World Vision site. Um, this is a time like where, so we have um, the, what's it called, the Storytime Bible? I'm trying to find it in here. Yeah, the, the Jesus Storybook Bible. And um, it's perfect for really all ages. And it's a story that you can read very quickly. Um, and then there's coloring books that actually go with it. You can get all of this on Amazon. And also there are correlating videos on, um, well, we find them on YouTube. And so you can, so it's really, I, I'm sure you, this is all like common sense, but when you're teaching something, you want to incorporate as many different modalities as possible. So reading, writing, visual uh, movement. And so we, in circle time, this is like where I have their attention. And so I can read the story. And then they also need movement like all kids do. And so this is the time where we're going to go and color the matching picture. And then later, like during lunch or snack time, instead of putting on another random video, then uh, we can go downstairs and watch the YouTube video. So they're getting it hit from all different angles. And by the end of the day, they like essentially learned a Bible story. And then you could also go on to Pinterest and you could find an art project that that goes with that story if you wanted to, you know, continue it going. And I would say, like, one Bible story, you can stretch that out for the entire week. And the more, it's like the more you hit the kids with the with the same information all week long, the more it's it, the story is concrete in their minds. And then the more questions you can ask about it, because once they once you ask them questions and they're talking about it, then that's when you can really tell what they've learned and kind of what they've like picked up. So that's what I've been doing in terms of like. By circle time, Bible story time, and obviously this has nothing to do with an like a public school curriculum. But I'm taking the the, the model of education and just using it. Well, basically what you do, Meg, every Sunday and hmm. at church. I mean, I'm just doing what you do, just stretching it out every day. <laughs> I love that. 
Which Meg, you plan so well. Like what you do with the kids on Sundays is is really awesome. Thanks for saying that. But it, it's yeah. so true that kids really, you cannot repeat things enough when it comes yeah. to scripture for kids. Mm -hmm. I mean, don't be discouraged if they don't take it away right away. Yeah. And I had I had one question that goes along with some of the stuff that you you guys have been talking about. But you know, one of the things that's so critical that they're teaching now more on than I think ever before is learning empathy and 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 emotional intelligence and connection mm -hmm. and caring and and social responsibility, all that kind of stuff. And as Christians, that's such an important thing for us as well. Raising our kids to be compassionate followers yes. of Jesus Christ and no time than now uh, the, to, to connect with other kids. And I, I, I know you, you were talking about personal ministry time and you know writing letters to kids and scriptures mm -hmm. for kids and stuff like that. So what are some ways that we can, um, just thinking about like little things that we can do from home as we do the social distancing to just care for other kids in our community and, and teach mm -hmm. that empathy to our kids? I know for us with our friends externally that we don't get to see as often, um, we've picked two kids, one for each of our boys to be pen pals with, to be able to kind of, like Liz said, incorporate their writing with mm -hmm. also that spiritual practice of encouragement and just being thoughtful of others. And we just do that once a week because there is a lot that parents are being asked to do right now. So not being yeah. too hard on yourself and feeling like now you need to add in 13 new activities to your right. already busy schedule. But a once a week pen pal has been a great practice for our kids. But the thing that has been the most helpful for me is we're around each other a lot. You know, there's just natural bickering yeah. that happens. We're all on a different schedule. So there's more frustration, I think, that can come up here and there and has really been for us to try and use prayer as our first line of defense to really be putting into practice that when we start getting frustrated or angry, we can take a breath and we can That's ask so good. God to help us. That's good. Yeah. And even just saying that, like, hey, let's ask God yes. to help us. Yes. Again, my kids aren't long-winded with the prayers they don't want to sit and do this forever but if we can just stop and say hey god can you help me and then i'll make the kids say help you what is it be more kind is it to have patience is it mm -hmm. to have more love you know is that that's been a really helpful practice for us and the other advice someone gave me when i was our kids were very little is to use scripture as much as you can mm -hmm. um, so if they're being rude saying hey <laughs> we encourage one each other we build each other up and just having a handful of those scriptures in your back pocket that you can pull out and there's something powerful about using god's words instead of just yeah. your words to course yeah so there's power in the word we got to believe in that yeah absolutely that's awesome so what I was sort of thinking about this, because you, you well, I was blessed by you, Meg, because you sent my kids letters and they definitely loved receiving the letters and we put them up on our fridge. So then, you know, I'm thinking about this too, because we are not letter writers. I, I probably here, I'm going to take this opportunity now to say, give you a 
a verbal thank you card to everybody who's ever given us a birthday gift, a baby shower gift. I'm literally, I'm terrible at thank you cards. I just feel like I should say, I'm saying thank you. And that's like good enough, but it's not, it's really an awesome touch to get a card. And so, um, I was thinking about this, um, and how, how I was going to kind of do this with my kids. So we're not going back to school this year. Nobody is right. So, right. Is that right? Yeah. Nope. So yeah. we have between, yeah. So essentially we're, we're on break between now and September. And so I'm thinking ahead, like, okay, if we, um, if we, cause that scheduling is so important with kids and like not over, cause we have all these great ideas and we want to do, do, do right now, right now, but you'll, you'll burn them out. And so just like a teacher curriculum plans, we can almost essentially like, <laughs> plan for empathy and plan for compassion um, tasks between now and September. And so one of the ways we can do that, I think, is to find, I mean, if it's, if it's the classroom kids that you want to reach out to, that's what, that, that's what we're going to do. But you're going to find that kid's address and then pick one and just kind of plan it out. So this kid is, we're going to send them a picture or a letter or a Bible verse this time. And then we, so it's all planned out and they don't get overwhelmed. Like, mom, you really want me to write 20 letters right now? Like Valentine's day. Like there's, that's not, that's not possible. So we tried this and I also wanted to incorporate, um, you guys have heard me talk about like, um, having God speak to us through music, but I believe God speaks to us through pictures as well. And so one of the ways that we've been doing this, and it, it, this takes practice with everybody, even like an adult, like if you first want to hear God or feel like you want to hear what God has to say through, through, to you through pictures, it, 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 there's like a learning curve. And so you don't know if what you're seeing in your mind's eye is actually from God or not. You have to have faith that it's from God and you have to go with it. Whether or not it truly is, you've got to kind of got to go with it. And so I'm teaching um, Finley and Savannah this especially because uh, uh, they're six and five. And so the other day we, um, we were in our prayer time and we had classical music going. And I said, um, you know, Jesus can speak to us through, through pictures. And so let's just close our eyes and take us some deep breaths. And we're just, whatever God, uh, we're going to ask God to put a picture in our mind's eye. So whatever you see in your mind, believe that it's from God. So we did this and Finley, um, came up with something in his head and I, I didn't ask him what it was because that would be processing the picture, but I asked him to draw it out. And so he drew it out. And then, so that's kind of the first step and he's an artist. And so he loved doing that part. Maybe if like Savannah's more verbal, so she might like telling me about her picture first and then I could help her through that. But with Finley, he, he drew the picture and then we were able to say, okay, Lord, tell me what you want to say to me through this picture. And so there was another step. And so anyway, we, this was for his teacher. We wanted to, I asked him to, um, we we're going to pray for his teacher and uh, because she was going to do a, a conference with us via zoom. And we wanted to show her um, a picture for her. And so he drew a picture and we felt, and he felt like God had given me, given him sort of a message, this picture. And it was like taking it one step at a time. And then as the parent, we can add more to it. Like we wanted to add a verse for the kid's family. Um, anyway, I, I, that's kind of a long-winded story, but I think we can do this for each other, for, mm. for the kids in our classroom, for the kids in our, in our neighborhood, um, families in our neighborhood where we can take it. We can either send them a Bible verse. We could send them a picture that we feel like is from God. So it's meaningful. It's not just like, oh, I'm going to draw a flower. 
it's something that they have to have faith in uh, that they are receiving a picture from God and you can absolutely help them, help them with that as a parent. So that's great. That's kind well, of what it, I was thinking. Yeah. And it's, it's one of those core values back to the redeem thing of bold engagement and, and teaching our kids that bilingual faith, mm-hmm. teaching them that, that even at a young age, God will work through them and God will encourage other people through them. And, um, yeah. and really yeah. just like, this is such a great time of like, <laughs> We have an opportunity here for the next few months. Let's say they go back to school in the fall, which we all hope will happen for our kids' normalcies and their their life. But where it will be a little bit easier on the playground if we teach them these things. Yeah. If we teach them that you can go to God for these kind of things, and and that God will give you clarity and wisdom and give you uh, uh, words of encouragement and things like that to to get you through that. You know, it, it's yeah. one of those things where the Lord the Lord wants to will use all of us who are willing, even our, our kids. And that's, what's really exciting. Hey, I, I, uh, I want to end on this cause Meg, we want to end with, um, what's on the redeem kids hub. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about that. Cause it is such a great resource. Yeah. And like Liz was saying, you know, most kids have a different learning style that's comfortable for them. So we've kind of tried to hit on that on the redeem kids hub. We have, videos for your audio kids who like to listen to stories. Um, mm-hmm. My kids love the Saddleback YouTube retellings are great, but there's a lot of other options on there too of some really awesome videos that tell different Bible stories. And some of them even have follow-up questions like you're saying was for those verbal processors who yeah. enjoy that. And then we also have worship different channels that you can use as well for those kids who are really auditory and enjoy music and then for our kids who are a little bit more artistic we have Mm -hmm. coloring pages and for your kids who tend to be a little bit more linear we have um, some actual just worksheets on there too for kids who kind of process a little bit better that way so there's a variety of different things on there that you can tap into but I know parents you're working with your kids. So if there's things that you're finding a lot of success with, please email those to me so I can add them as well. Cause there's such wealth in us being able yeah. to share what's working for each other. So these are just a few of the things we have enjoyed, but we're absolutely coveting any other ideas. <laughs> yes. Yes. Awesome. And so that's on redeem.church. Um, and there's a button that says kids hub and you can go on there and uh, Meg's updating that weekly with a new lesson for once a week and then trying to find new good resources that are out there. So uh, when you're at a place where you're just about to go nuts, you can go on there and find some coloring books or find some stuff for the kids that will really help encourage them. And so that's exciting. And then the other one is uh, Redeem Journals. So we're going to be going through the book of John, but we want to give away a journal just to bless people during this time. It's free if you're in the Tacoma area. We have a, a group of volunteers that are dropping it off at your doorstep, social distance style. But <laughs> redeem.church slash journal, you can go on there and get your own journal. Um, and we're going to be uh, kind of sharing some stuff on social media, but it's a, such a great free resource. No matter when you hear this podcast, if you want to go on and get that, uh, just go to redeem.church slash journal. And uh, Liz, I think you have a word for us as we close out our first ever redeem midweek <laughs> podcast i hope you all enjoyed it but finish this yes i would here i would love to leave you with a word um this uh this comes from first thessalonians chapter two 
11 verses 11 and 12. Um, this is just to kind of set it up just a little bit. Um, uh, Paul is talking to the, the, uh, the church and he is uh, saying, um, we have been bold in sharing the gospel with you. And so um, he's just, and he's just um, encouraging them to continue their walk um, in the way that um, a father does with his children. So this is the verse. It says, for you know how, like a father with his children, we exhorted each one of you and encouraged you and charged you to walk in a manner worthy of God who calls you into his own kingdom and glory. And so this is a, a really, this is a verse. It, it tells us what we are can be like as ministers using the um, kind of paralleling how a father is with his children. And so during this time of quarantine, you, we can take comfort in knowing that our number one job, if we don't do homeschooling right, is to just encourage our kids, exhort them, and above all, just charge them to walk in a manner that is worthy, in a godly manner. And that is just kindness and love and patience and, and compassion and all those things. And so I think parents, we can uh, take a load off and put kingdom over curriculum right now yes, and and just take the just take the stress away from that because it's a hard job um and if we do anything throughout at the end of the day knowing that we keep our kids spirits alive and well and peaceful and joyful because they're going to remember this time together and hopefully they're going to remember it like i had a good time with mom i felt peace um you, you know what I'm saying. So anyway, I just charge us all to um, to just walk in that. I just declare that over us all today. I love that. I love that. So all the parents that listen, kingdom over curriculum, I love that. Keep teaching your kids. Keep loving on the kids. And if you need anything from us, let's not redeem.church. But we will see you next week with next week. Uh, the next Redeem Church Midweek Podcast. Woo-woo. See you later, guys.